Welcome back, listener, to Discussing Marvel, a She-Hulk after show. I am your host, Irving, along with... You're the host, Eddie. And today we are discussing the season one premiere of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, titled A Normal Amount of Rage. And the official synopsis of this episode is Jen Walters' world is turned upside down after a freak accident leaves her with superpowers. So, Eddie, what are your first impressions of this series and this new superhero that's been introduced to us? Uh, it feels like a Marvel show. <laughs> so, <What> I mean? <laughs> so, I'm excited. I don't know. Um, it's not a bad thing. So, I feel like these recent shows didn't have that Marvel formula. Uh, they were very different, um, more grounded. Uh, this one, I, maybe just because Bruce Banner was in it, it felt more Marvel and more relatable to the character that we've had for 15 years but it's a good thing and yeah i enjoyed it i'm excited for her and her character and the premise sounds awesome because superheroes need lawyers too what about you i enjoyed what we got i just didn't feel like it was enough this should have been a two-episode premiere. Yeah. And I get it. It's a TV show. It's not going to always be a two-episode premiere. But they gave us two for WandaVision. And I don't understand why they can't give us two for this one. They're giving us three for Andor. Like, come on. <laughs> but yeah, I think it... they're still working on, like, the VFX. So I know that. <laughs> <laughs> They're pushing it. But yeah, it just felt like I was full, but not satisfied. Same, same. I feel like with a lot of these Marvel shows, they always leave us hanging. And not in a good way. Like you said, you are full, but you weren't satisfied. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like if they do a two-episode premiere it would get everyone more excited but i don't know why they're deciding to not give us two episodes yeah like the ending felt like it ended in the middle of a sentence not at a cliffhanger yeah so that's kind of how i felt i like everything i've i i got and everything they gave us i was just like okay I feel like you could have given me more and I don't know. I don't want to wait another week for more. They should have been given to me this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of how it felt like, but I'm not giving it the hate that some of these people are giving it online already, but it's to be expected. So this is a part in the episode where we give our mandatory spoiler warning for episode one of She-Hulk. And with that, let's take it from the top. 
the episode opens with Jennifer Walters, and she is practicing her closing arguments for a big case. And she says, what is the responsibility of those with power? Because those with the most power have the most to answer for. So, Eddie, hasn't this been the question since Civil War? Yes, for sure. There was a whole division between the Avengers. (laughs) You're like, did you not see the movie? (laughs) (laughs) Because of of the government trying to regulate these superheroes. And it's also interesting because this is kind of what the episode is asking of her throughout the entire process. Is her being given tremendous power and new responsibilities and her denying and not wanting to accept those powers and responsibilities. Yeah. And I just want to say, I I love Nikki. I'm a stan already. Am I a Nikki stan? Eddie, I am a Nikki stan. <laughs> I saw her and I was like, are you wearing the Chanel boots? Yeah, I am. She must be getting paid good money to be a paralegal dressed like that in L.A. For sure. <laughs> and also, can we just say that we are finally getting a superhero based in our neighborhood? Yeah. And I'm glad because I was kind of getting sick and tired of New York City getting everything. Like, how many times can we see the same street be destroyed? (laughs) Right. She tells us that we obviously can't focus on this fun lawyer show until we learned what happened. And let's be honest, I think she's right. There is kind of this fine line they have to walk with new characters, which is how much of the origin story do we give you and how much do we just, you know, take off running. Mm -hmm. And I think here, since it involves the Hulk, you kind of have to give us a little bit of an origin of what happened. Yeah. And from what I've read, it's not the same in the comics, but it's okay. It's Marvel. I believe it's called an adaptation. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. They like to do their own thing and they get inspiration from the comics. Yeah. We're adapting the comic book storyline into this show. And let's be honest. Like, why do you want to know what happens? If you already read the comic book and I mean, I get it. When you read a book and they adapt the book, you're like, oh, I I wonder what this looks like. Comic books are a visual medium. You've already seen an adaptation of what that story looked like. We can have a different one. Yeah. In a book, it's different. When it's just writing, you're imagining in your head. So sometimes you're like, oh, I wonder what this would look like. With comic books, you are seeing it. So now you have two variations of a storyline. Like, why don't you want to have more than one? Mm-hmm. Well, and they do that with the same characters like Peter Parker and Miles Morales. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> and we see that her and Bruce are out for a drive. It worked. I mean, my arm started to heal. No one thought it was, was that yes, true. that Bruce. It's all because you know I made this little device which keeps me in human form. 
That was the longest answer to what have you been up to I've ever heard. You asked me, so I answered. What, 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 what's up with this? Cheetos and chopsticks? Yes, so you don't get Cheetos fingers. Oh, that's really smart. You're not the only genius in the family. No, there's, there's also Chet. Okay, so back to what I was saying before, my theory. Oh, God. Um, Steve Rogers did not have a girlfriend before he went into the service. Says who? The History Channel. So he becomes Captain America. And from that moment on, a symbol of America, he is rushed to the front lines. He becomes a war hero. Then he is frozen in ice. Right. So based on right. everything you've told me, mm -hmm. after he gets unfrozen, he goes from world-threatening disaster to world-threatening disaster. That's when he's not a fugitive from the law. Right? So it seems like he was pretty, pretty busy. All you're doing is repeating everything that I've already told you about my friend and colleague. Obviously, Captain America. They should start a podcast. They should. They're like, they have such great chemistry. <laughs> I mean, they're going into the theories of which one of these Avengers is a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, isn't that kind of what we all ask ourselves? Like, is he a virgin? But I mean, he got married. Like, we saw that. Either He's not. Yeah. Him and Bucky spent the last night together in Wakanda. Like, what are you talking about, girl? <laughs> but yes, we see that the reason why Bruce has been a human this whole time is because he created that little convenient device, which there's only one of. It's almost like a time turner. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie, how do you feel about her being a hot Cheeto girly? I love it. <laughs> I love hot Cheetos, so that's how you know she's from the from California. She's from LA. I mean, maybe people in New York eat hot Cheetos. I don't know. In fact, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yes, I love hot Cheetos and yeah, you don't want those the Cheeto dust on your fingers because especially being a lawyer, you need to yeah. look, look the part. So you Especially hot Cheetos. Those yeah. things stick on you forever. <laughs> I remember in middle school, my diet was hot Cheetos and a Coke from the student store every day. <laughs> so they get into this car crash because uh, a random spaceship just decided to stop in and say hi. And we see that she gets some of Bruce's blood in her. And she starts to quickly hulk out. And I didn't think we were going to get this this soon. I would have been upset if we didn't get like the origin story on the first episode, but it did happen very quickly in the episode. Well, not just the origin story, just her hulking out. Like I expected that she was going to have it in her and then it was going to happen like later, but it it was like within seconds of it being inside her. Yeah. We see that she wanders off because she doesn't understand what's going on. And she wakes up a couple hours later and she makes her way into a bar. And I just love the girlies in the bathroom helping her out because whoever did this to you does not deserve you. You can do better. Yeah. I Yes. <laughs> you always have those bathroom friends that are always willing to help you out. And I'm here for it. So am I. 
And then we cut to outside where she is being harassed by some jerks. And she transforms and basically scares the living shit out of them. (laughs) As she should. And then once again, she blacks out and she wakes up somewhere. And I just found the whole blacking out a little weird. Because it seems like she was blacked out for like a long time. Yeah. Next thing you know, she's like in a different country. (laughs) Like, how does she not? (laughs) How was she blacked out for so many hours and not, not like wake up? Yeah. Maybe it's the the blood resurging through her veins that makes her brain all foggy. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of like the first workout that you do after never working out. You just sleep it off for like three days. Yeah. And then you work out in a month again. (laughs) Yeah. And then you start the process over and over until you die. (laughs) So we see that she is wandering around this new location and she eventually finds Smart Hulk. And we learned that they are in Mexico. And this is where he spent most of his time during the blip. And this is a location where he merged Bruce and Hulk's identities. So they're doing a pretty decent job at kind of filling in the blanks that they just brushed off in Endgame. Yeah. So how do you feel about the story so far? Like... I said I felt like it was very quick and yes, we want to see that origin story, but I feel like they just wanted to dive in and get it out of the way just so they can progress. But then we see that the rest of the episode stays, they stay on this island pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely felt like the whole bar scene was just added there for more just kind of like world building and just showing the different interactions that she has at a bar where the girlies are being totally helpful and men are assholes. Yeah. We then see Jen ask Bruce if they hit a spaceship. Yeah, it's a car in Class A courier craft. They're probably trying to deliver a message. I got to get to the bottom of that. You know, weird stuff just kind of finds you when you're a Hulk. But first, we gotta deal with you. Me? What happened to me? I changed. Look, I'm sorry. I tried to warn you. My blood got into your system, and after the wreck, and and you got a lethal dose of gamma radiation. Lethal? As in I'm gonna die? No, there was more to it that that I'm going to explain. That is not the sentence to take a pause on, Bruce. Okay. Look, look. You and I, we share a rare combination of genetic factors that allow us to synthesize gamma radiation into something else. So I turn into a Hulk now, too. I have been analyzing your blood, and the way it synthesized gamma, I I was able to use it to completely heal my arm. Oh, because I'm better than you? Mm, It's just basically different. In a better way. I love that as they answer unanswered questions from Endgame, they just throw this new one, and they're like, yeah, we'll worry about that later. (laughs) (laughs) It's a car spaceship. Yeah, don't worry about it. We're we're never going to address it. 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like that was like, oh, we got in this car crash due to this spaceship. But we don't need to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that now he has his arm healed. So he can look all sexy because I don't know about you, but I was feeling weirdly attracted to Mr. Hulk. Yeah. Very, very muscular. <laughs> yeah, I was like, are are you rocking with the LGBT, sir? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we learned that she processed the gamma radiation a little bit different than he does. And I'm here for it. I like that they're the same, but they're still very different. I also do love the convenience of there only being one device, the prototype. And now that it's destroyed, what are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, Hulk, I'm pretty sure that there's a second device somewhere else that someone else just happened to have created to show up at a very convenient time. Mm -hmm. And it's probably better. It probably is. It's like, oh, <laughs> I forgot I had another one. Hulk tries to explain that she needs to change her life to avoid stressful situations and that he will start her on her multi-year journey along with this thick-ass binder. And let's be honest, avoiding stressful situations, you might as well just stay home. Yeah, <laughs> stay home, don't come out, and wait until you die. <laughs> yeah, don't go on TikTok, don't go on YouTube, don't turn on the news. You know what? You can't even play a game. I started playing Stardew Valley thinking it was going to be such a cozy game, and I've never been more stressed in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make money, make my farm look nice. Like, everything is just stressful nowadays. Mm -hmm. It's life. <laughs> we see him conduct the very first test, and it is basically to try to kill her. He has saws coming out of the wall, which we saw in the trailers, and she hulks out. But to everyone's surprise, she's still Jen. And she even questions, why are you talking to me like some wild horse? Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it really was, but I don't think I was expecting that. But, I mean, the trailer showed that she was still Jen as She-Hulk, but I didn't think it was going to be like that from the get-go. Yeah, same. I thought it was going to be a skill or ability she learns like he obviously did. But like you said, we find out that she's still herself and which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I think so too. Also, I feel like it's probably just kind of like, yeah, you have two personalities because you refuse to go to therapy. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> I've worked on myself, so I only have one personality or the multiple personalities in my head. They're all living in harmony already. Yeah. And then she tries to understand how does she turn back to Jen? So how do I turn back into Jen? How did you do it? Usually I fall out of a jet or I get knocked out by a robot and I'd wake up as Banner. Or Natasha for a little while would, would tell me a lullaby. 
Walk me through how that worked again. I don't have a great explanation for it. Okay, it seems like the common thread, though, is being unconscious. Not necessarily. One time, I was stuck as the other guy for over two years. That was in outer space. No, I can't stay I like this for two time. years. Whoa. You have so much more to learn about being a Hulk. I don't think you have thought through how dangerous this level of power is. Do you know the damage you can cause? I mean, one mistake, one freakout is literally life or death. Okay, I'll be careful. You can't be emotional. Forget Hulk rage. Just regular anger means death and destruction for everything and everyone around you. And I'm telling you, when people start seeing you as a monster, that never goes away. I didn't realize how inconsistent the Hulk character throughout all the movies has been. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I feel like he is getting frustrated that she's already able to be one person in her body that I don't think he's understanding that he's able to control herself. Yes, the anger is still there, but she's conscious of what she's doing now. And for him, it took 10 years. <laughs> it really did. And half of society to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> and no, yeah, it just feels like he's the most inconsistently written character. And it's always like, how do you knock him out? Well, what, it depends on the plot. Which is kind of how these stories work. Whenever you say, who's the strongest Avenger or whatever, it's whoever the author of the story at the time needs it to be. Yeah. Period. Like, that's it. That's what storytelling is. It could be anybody. We see more on learning to be a Hulk, such as meditation, boulder throwing, balance, spandex. And let's be honest, this really does sound like some kind of health retreat. Yes. <laughs> and part of me was like, you couldn't bring Wanda here? This whole time, this whole time you had a place to come and meditate and try to work things out and you couldn't bring Wanda here? These, <clears throat> these white toxic men only care about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Wanda. She deserved better. But anyways, this isn't her show. Um, but we learned that it's not all work. He tells her that they can drink an enormous amount of alcohol and never get to the drunk phase. Just stay in the bus phase. And that sounds amazing if you ask me. I don't know. I feel like then what's the point of drinking? Eddie, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. How much coffee can you drink? <laughs> uh, a lot. And do you get the jitters or does it take a long, a lot of coffee to get to that point? It gets a lot of coffee to get me to that point now. Yes. But you enjoy the process of drinking the coffee, right? I do, but I get it for free. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol you have to pay for. So but, it's going to become an expensive hobby to drink. Till I'm sure, I'm sure Pepper has given him like a, a a, a company credit card. I don't know. We saw that in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier show that these superheroes aren't making money. <laughs> well, certain superheroes aren't making money. Remember, this is a ranking. Yeah. 
because uh, Wanda wasn't getting no help either. But I mean, when you're a superhero, I'm sure everybody would buy you drinks. Yeah. So you just have to learn how to milk it. I'm sure it's fine. You're the Hulk. Just steal. A, just rob a liquor store. <laughs> but unfortunately, that doesn't mean that you don't get hung over. So in reality, it's really not anything great. Yeah. We get to see the bar that Bruce and Tony built together. And Daddy, if they don't build this at Avengers Campus, what's the point? Right. They have the space. It's barely, there's barely nothing there anyways. I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't been. <laughs> have you seen it? Have you been? No, I haven't. <laughs> I've just seen videos and it just I looks, know. Uh, it looks I cool, but. <laughs> I know. And then they keep adding all these heroes and I'm over here like a loser, not going to Avengers Campus. Yeah. We see that Jen is getting a little restless with the whole meditation process, and she just wants to get back to being a lawyer. And she doesn't understand why it's all about mindfulness. And I'm surprised he didn't even tell her to just, oh, just download the the Calm app and you'll be fine. That's what companies do. (laughs) What? You want more labor? You want better hours? No, it's all on you. Just download the Calm app. Have you practiced mindfulness? (laughs) (laughs) and he tries to reason with her but we can't pretend like we are two of the few people on earth that can actually protect her which is why we have to make sure of your ability to tolerate distress and regulate your emotions especially your anger well here's the thing bruce i'm great at controlling my anger Mm. i do it all the time when i'm catcalled in the street when incompetent men explain my own area of expertise to me i do it pretty much every day because if I don't I will get called emotional or difficult or might just literally get murdered so I'm an expert at controlling my anger because I do it infinitely more than you so all of this just feels like projecting a lot of shit onto me see no I'm doing this okay this is completely new territory (laughs) you guys have outgrown your binder cuz Love you, Bruce, but I'm going home. I kind of had a feeling that this is why she was able to just be one person the entire time. I feel like she was like, Bruce, you are. She was like, Bruce, it's called mansplaining and you're doing it right now. And (laughs) that's why I'm better than you. (laughs) And what's interesting is that she says, I know how to control my anger. I do it all the time. Bruce is I'm always angry. Yeah. It's not about controlling it. He was always angry. And she's like, I have to learn how to control my anger. And it's true. Men have basically gaslit the entire world into believing that anger is not an emotion when men do it. Oh, for sure. That's why that's why men aren't emotional. I'm an okay. emotional wreck, to be honest, though. But I'm the kind of emotional person that when I get angry, I get quiet and I start cleaning. Mm. Same. <laughs> I, I think I learned that from my mom. It's just like, oh, I'm so upset. I'm just going to put my headphones on, listen and to clean. some musicals, and clean. And then I rage clean. Yeah. <laughs> and everything gets done. 
but yeah, no, he was definitely projecting a lot of his insecurities and emotional baggage onto her. And I just think it's fascinating that he's seen that she's being completely different to this process than he was. And he doesn't want to understand how she's able to do this. He wants to explain to her why he wasn't able to do this. So, yeah, I guess you're right. Mansplaining. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, you're trying to tell her about block A. She's already in block M. Like, keep up. Yeah. So we see that she decides to leave and she's going to drive all the way back to L.A. And they get into a fight. So what did you think of this fight? I thought it was pretty cool. It was It's nice seeing two characters on the same side fight each other like in Civil War. <laughs> but even though this probably had a smaller budget, it looked decent. And I enjoyed it. It yeah. was funny seeing them seeing the Hulk big and muscular, seeing her muscularish and tall, but she would still hold her ground. Yeah. No, I love that it was giving cousins fighting when they're ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're they're throwing hands, but they're not trying to hurt each other. And the saddest part is, they destroy the bar. The minute they landed on the bar, my words were really, aw, the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what kind of snaps them out of it. And Hulk tells her that he respects her wanting to be a lawyer. And she tells us, he doesn't mean that. And they both freak out. She's like, who are, he's like, who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> So I guess the powers is what is allowing her to break the fourth wall. She's talking yeah. to us. Yeah. We then head back to court and we see that she is about to give her closing arguments. And that is when, honestly, I don't know if it's pronounced Titania, Titania. This is what I'm saying. Like, you guys couldn't even let her introduce herself like come on <laughs> right <laughs> she crashes in looking fierce as hell um i love that fit and i want to borrow it <laughs> we see that jen hulks out essentially outing herself because she tells us that only her family and nikki knew about her abilities and it's probably because then you know damage control is going to be after you yeah. We see them throw hands really quickly, and Jen gets the upper hand, and she says that she's ready to give her closing arguments, and that's how the episode ends. So we get our mid-credit scene, and it's going back to the island and seeing Jen and Hulk talking at the bar. And she's crying that 
America's ass died a virgin. And he tells her that he did not die a virgin, that he lost his virginity in 1943 on the USL tour. And I'm not buying it. I don't I don't believe it at all. I'm not believing that story. <laughs> no, but I do believe that night in Wakanda. He oh, yeah. See, that, that is, yeah, that's <laughs> when they they both had closure. And that's when he's like, listen, I need to go live that hetero life. You could be here with Sam. I can't do this. I can't live this lifestyle. My inner homophobia is preventing me from doing this. <laughs> and we got a broke back mountain in Wakanda. We really did. <laughs> but yeah, I don't believe that Steve would have done this in 1943 willingly. Because, I mean, come on. I mean... He was goody two shoes. He wouldn't have done it. Yeah. He would so, have gotten, he would have wanted to get married and then do it. Yeah. He definitely is you know what it's giving? Oh yeah, I have a girlfriend, but she goes to a different school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't know her. That's probably what he told them because I'm sure Tony was giving him shit for being a virgin or something. And he's like, actually I'm not. Um I lost it in nineteen forty three. Yeah, that's right. On the USO tour. Hmm, that sounds plausible. To some girl <laughs> named Becky. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't I don't believe this. I think this is a Mephisto theory, and that is my closing argument. Yep, same. I'm with you. So Eddie. That. Yep. So Eddie, what was your favorite scene in the episode? My favorite scene is definitely them fighting. Um, because we could see how powerful they both are now that Hulk has his arm back. It's nice to see him at his full strength and he has someone that can match his strength. So it was That's really right. cool seeing them fight against each other. So that means that, I mean, I don't think they need the Hulkbuster anymore, but she's here just in case. Yeah. What about you? I think my favorite scene was definitely them fighting. I just like that it was giving me me fighting with my cousins when we were 10 because we're little pieces of shit. And it's really easy to throw hands with family members for some reason. Yeah. And <laughs> we would blame each other for whoever started it first. <laughs> yeah, for reals. And then you're eating hot Cheetos and you're watching Disney movies like later on in, <laughs> in the day. <laughs> Uh, what was your favorite joke? Because the show was trying to be funny. <laughs> My favorite joke. Hmm. I don't know. Because I don't know if it was trying to be funny. <laughs> uh, I did like, I don't know if it was a joke, but I did like that she broke that fourth wall and talked to the audience. But I don't know if I count that as a joke. Yeah, I think that was kind of one of my misses. It's like they really did kind of sell it as, oh, you know, she's breaking the fourth wall. Even not just the advertisement footage we were getting, but even the promotional stills were making it seem like, oh, my God, it's giving mom show humor. And yeah. I didn't see it. Like the only things that I really liked was what other people were doing, like the bathroom scene. I thought that was hilarious because yeah. 
they really did care for her. And, mm-hmm. you know, you could do better. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that was your favorite joke, the bathroom scene then? Yeah, it really was because that was really <laughs> funny. I laughed. I can't help it. I thought it was hilarious. They did make her look good. <laughs> they really did. That jacket was cute. <laughs> All right, Eddie. So obviously it is episode one. So it is too early to have a Mephisto theory, but we're going to have one anyways. The Mephisto theory is, what is up with that Sakar ship? Why do you think they were there? And what do they want? And who? Ooh. Um, I'm pretty sure they want the Hulk. And this is probably the only episode we're going to see him in. So we're not going to get any of those questions <laughs> answered. <laughs> Until maybe like a post-credit scene. or. Yeah, and we're going to find out he's been abducted and they take him to another planet. Mm-hmm. That is my theory. What about you? It's a hard one because at first I was thinking the same thing. Okay, somebody wants the Hulk back, but why didn't they just take him after the car crash? They were right there. And that is true. Right? Well, That's a part. Maybe... She-Hulk stopped him. She did turn into a Hulk, even though we saw her, well, maybe run away, but she was there. She could have come back. Yeah. I mean, and I know they mentioned that it's a it's like they were trying to deliver a message, so why didn't they deliver the message? Like, he was right there. It would have been like, oops, sorry, we've been trying to reach you about your extended car warranty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I definitely think that he is being summoned for reasons because the thing that the bangles from the Ten Rings that was sending a signal to is coming. Yeah. It's it's very hard. It's very difficult. (laughs) (laughs) So, Eddie, what are you hoping to get out of this show after watching the first episode? I'm hoping to get to continue to get something fresh. We got it with Miss Marvel. We got it with Moon Knight. It already feels like it's something new and fresh with this show and the way they added the attorney at law title to her title. So, yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to is something new, something fresh, um, and something out of that superhero formula mm-hmm. that we got for this episode. What about you? I hope that they go all in on the attorney show, because one thing that we know about attorney shows or crime shows like Law and Order is the cameo. Like many celebrities, you can always go on their IMDb and see where did they start off? Oh, they played dead body number four on an episode of SVU. Or, you know, they were suspect number three in an episode of regular Law and Order. And I think this allows them to have superheroes and characters from the comics that they would never, ever give their own movie or TV show or even like supporting role. Yeah. And they can just have like the the character of the week. Yeah. 
but in a promo, she did state that don't forget who this show is about if you see so-and-so appear in an episode, which I yeah, so <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, oh, something about like, oh, there's no cameos here. I mean, except for Wong. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, what is he going to get here? I mean, this is his face, okay? Like, we were promised so much, and we got a lot of it, too. Because many of the promotional material was from this one episode, which I think was interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely hope that we just get to see a colorful bunch of characters make their way through the show. And I hope they make Damage Control the true villain, because what we saw in Miss Marvel is that this organization seems to be up to no good. Yeah. It's almost like it was created through a faulty system, and it was just... It's just like S.H.I.E.L.D. It's a new S.H.I.E.L.D., and it's gonna... It's easily infiltrated, and depending on who's in charge, you do things based on what they want. Yeah. And that about wraps up this episode. I have been your host, Irving. And your host, Eddie. And this has been... Discussing Marvel, a She-Hulk after show. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Please be sure to leave us a review. And if you have, thank you so much. Share us with your Marvel-loving friends and join us next week as we discuss episode two of She-Hulk.